Hello everybody and welcome to the 13th episode of the Meeple Dungeon podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie. And this is our 13th week now recording, which is <laughs> just awesome. I keep impressing myself with this. <laughs> and, We're so impressive. Yeah. Well, no, you know, it's, I don't know. This is a big undertaking doing this it thing. Is. And yeah. We've, we've stayed um, really, really good with you know, staying on top of it, like planning out our episodes and yeah. and talking about it through the week. Like, oh, let's not do that. Let's switch this out for that. Let's switch that out for this. And we just continue to do it. And yeah, yeah it's, it's going really well that way. Um, and we are going to start this episode the same way we start the majority of them with the new to the collection segment. Mm-hmm. What's the first one we're going to talk about, Anna Marie? The first one we're going to talk about is Five Tribes, the Jinns of Nakala, designed by Bruno Catala and uh, published by Days of Wonder. So, yes, this Five is, tribes. yeah, new to us, not new. <laughs> what year did this come out? Like I, 20... I don't know. 15, 16, I think? I could take a look at the back of the box, listen to all these parts rolling around in here. Um... 2014 Days of Wonder. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's by no means new. No, it's not at all. Um. (laughs) I'm excited that this is now in our collection. It's it's funny because this is one we got from, um, I got off of Kurt, our friend Kurt. From his purge that we've talked about the last three weeks or so. And uh, funny because I've played this game exactly one time. Yes. And we were kind of debating. So I'm like, this looks familiar. I feel like I've played it. I'm like, I recognize the pieces, so I know I must have. Um, and so I opened up the... Uh, you were confident that I played it, so I was fairly I was confident, certain, too. I remember him bringing the game right here to this table. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yes. And so I, I was like, well, I opened up the box, and uh, there's the score pad on top <laughs> with the last game played with R, A, and C. Yep. So Rob and, <laughs> and Marie and Kurt. And... Kurt. and uh, who won that game? Yeah, the first Ooh. thing she said when she opened that, oh, look who won that game. <laughs> 155 to 139 to me at 115. So Anna-Marie. So yes, Anna-Marie and Anna-Marie won. Took the just last make time it clear. this game was played, which was a few years ago. <laughs> which is not surprising. Um, Fun game. I'm excited to, uh, to get more plays out of this. I know that there's a lot more to it than the one playthrough. Yeah. So, I remember playing it. A couple times you, before yeah. he brought it here for mm-hmm. both of us to play. and I remember you saying, like, you're going to love mm-hmm. this game. Yeah, because it's very puzzly. And you like puzzly games. Like, yeah. Uh, figuring out, because there's patterns and things you have to understand on the back, or like on the board where there's there's all these different colors. Like, every tribe is a different color. And it's all about, like, assembling the little the little meeples all over the board in different, different ways. And I don't remember exactly how it works, but it's very pattern-oriented and puzzly. And uh, I li- I liked it a lot yeah. from what I remember, and uh, yeah, I was surprised to see him get rid of it. But he's you know trying to keep his collection small, right? Yeah. Compared to we have and a getting full basement that we can use to and getting to do new this, things right? too, so, right? So yeah, and yeah, yeah, getting newer whatever stuff. So we're happy to have it, and it's Absolutely. another uh, Katala game, and yep. I'm always always on board with getting uh, anything from Bruno. And yep. Days of Wonder is always great. And I do have, yeah, I do have a good memory of playing this, and it was, I liked it a lot, as far as I can tell, but it looks like you won, um, Yeah. so you it were was, very good at it. It was funny, I feel like it wasn't long after this one came out, um, that one came on um, 
Rise of Tribes. And yeah. I kept, for the longest time, I kept getting them confused, confused. with which yeah. one we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, so, no. Rise of Tribes is very good, too. It is good, yeah. It's uh, very different. different. <laughs> <laughs> but, because uh, this one's more taking place in the, the Middle East... Uh, Sort sort of. Uh, it's a like you're a, the Sultan has died. The Sultan. The Sultan yeah, is the yeah, Sultan. Exactly. The Sultan has died, and um, you're basically trying to um, see if you can become the new Sultan. Right. Whereas in Rise of Tribes, it's about like prehistoric yes. men, like yeah, <laughs> building fires and killing mammoths and things. Yeah. Yeah. So two very different games, but two very good games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so five tribes, the Jinns really of yeah. Mikala. I'm glad to have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other game we got. Just showed up in the mail, and this one is a 2021 release, and this is... Not an old game. No, brand new. <laughs> this one just showed up a week ago or so. Um, Not even. We, that was within this last week. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we had actually thought about talking about a different game, and we substituted that game out but to talk about this yeah. one. Yeah. And uh, we are going to do a, a legit review of this game as well, but we thought we might as well talk about it anyway, and that is Daniel Newman's Reapers from New Mill Industries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a little uh, card game, yeah, just a tiny box, game. trick-taking game, yeah. And uh, so on the on the card, or one of the overview cards of the game, it says that uh, rooted in traditional trick-taking games like Hearts and Spades, Reapers has some major differences that set it apart. Every hand is drafted from face-up piles of three cards rather than dealt to players. So yeah, first off, you neat. draft out your hand. Of face-up cards. Like, oh, I'm going to take these three. Yeah. I. You're going to so take those three. How this is going to work? I don't know. Um, and winners of the trick score the lowest valued card in the trick rather than taking the trick itself. So mm-hmm. you're only taking one card and I guess you're discarding the rest. And then there are four suits, daggers, poison, plague, and pistols, each related to the method by which the damned souls died, <laughs> it says. Um, as well to... As well as two different special cards called Reapers and Demons. And then it also says that players will place a wager as to how they think they will do in each hand. That's going to throw such... options for scoring <laughs> the fewest points, scoring the second most points, or not trying to predict, all of which can be viable strategies. I think that's going to throw yeah, such a I don't fun element think, into it. Right? I, I yeah. remember just seeing this on there and being, oh, Daniel Newman, this is, this is going to be an automatic... Um, back for me um and it uh it was uh i didn't really know much about it and then i was just like oh my goodness like this just seems so crazy um what a weird take on a a (laughs) trick taking game and yeah so i I guarantee that this is going to be a lot of fun yes it looks like a ton uh, of fun yeah the daniel newman and uh, uh tony miller team up there at new mill industries uh really put out some fun little games so Awesome. I'm looking forward to this one. And, uh, yeah, that'll be the last of the new to the collection mm-hmm. for today. We're going to hop on over to our crowdfunding segment. Uh, we'll be right back. Alrighty then, here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode, and we're going to talk about one game that is interesting us on Kickstarter mm-hmm. at the moment. And this one is an existing game that has had a Marvel spin thrown onto <laughs> it. 
<laughs> one of why not? many games out there to do the whole Marvel Marvel thing. Might as well, right? So this is Dice Throne Marvel. This game is designed by Gavin Brown, Nate Chatelier, Manny Tremblay, art by Manny Tremblay, and published by The Op and Roxley Games. Uh, we haven't played Dice no. Throne. No. I have uh, never played Dice Throne. And I don't know anyone... I don't know anyone in our group that has any dice thrown. Um, nope. However, this one still inter- interested us. Oh, for sure. It says that it, so at the top of their page on the Kickstarter, it says, become your favorite Marvel hero in this fast and exhilarating game of skilled cards and dice play. So these sound like two things that are really up our alley, yep. I would think. Um, so this game, you are being a character. So when you back this game, I believe it comes with eight characters. Which characters were there? There was Miles Morales, Spider-Man, which is just so cool. an awesome choice. Everyone loves Miles Morales. Yeah, if you haven't seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse... You should. Highly recommend yes. it. So good. And the artwork is completely um, from that. Like, not from the movie, but it, it's he's copying that yeah, look, style, yeah. right? Um, so he looks just like he does in that movie. Uh, there's also Scarlet Witch. There's Thor. There's the Black <laughs> Widow. There's Doctor Strange, Loki, Captain Marvel, Black Panther. And they all come in the one box. Yes. And they have their own little um, compartments that you like. Or yeah. Not compartments. They have like standalone. Their little game tray, right? Like, yeah, individual yeah. game tray. I don't know why. You know that what it actually looks so like? It reminded me of totally was the game trays that came inside uh, dwellings, of, uh, dwellings of Eldervale. And you know how when you select your whatever faction you want to be, mm-hmm. um, you the little lid pops off and yes. and that's your your that's player your board stuff. pops off and underneath is the tray. Yeah. So they all sit and nest on each other and yeah. you can just grab one and go. That's what this looks like. So Only the little player seemed, board. Yeah, and this one seemed like it almost looked like a cell phone. <laughs> like, yes, it does it have was a cool kind layout of like to a it. rectangular. Yeah. Just like would fit in your hand. So that was kind of neat. I like how they did that. Yeah, and this. As opposed to like Marvel Champions, where you are becoming a character and taking on a villain cooperatively. Yeah. This one is a head to head skirmish between like these characters. So, Spider Man versus Scarlet Witch. The Marvel versus Marvel hero. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, you're going to take, you're going to take a character. You're going to, you're going to, yeah, you're just going to fight with that character. Yeah. One of those eight to begin with. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure there'll be lots more added to this in the future but yeah yeah you, you're, i can see that you're going to be playing cards from your hand so the way it works is on your as far as i can tell like again we haven't played this but just from reading the the page um on your player board you're going to have different sections where you are going to be rolling dice to fulfill certain requirements yahtzee style yeah right so like there'll be a power say on spider-man where he's got some sort of uh web thwip or whatever right <laughs> and yep. uh it'll say you need a large straight or a small straight and then you're going to roll his die and to complete the thwip yeah, you need <laughs> yeah and then you're gonna you're gonna get the results of that and hopefully you can fulfill that like a small straight or large straight or yeah or whatever or and then you can re-roll just like yahtzee yeah and then you can re-roll one more time just like yahtzee to try and satisfy something on your player board yes and then you're going to use whatever you've satisfied with your dice as an attack against your opponent. 
Yeah. And then you've got cards that are going to come in and out as well to do yeah, things so for you. Yeah, so that's the non-Yahtzee element, right? Where you've yeah, got but cards. the general dice thing in here is is pretty much legitimately Yahtzee. Yeah, it looks very, those, very similar yeah, to Yahtzee. Just using that mechanic. cool-looking dice. Yes. Components look super nice. The components look fantastic. So, and then as far as I know, so if I rolled my die and I came up with a combination to fulfill one of my cool attacks on you, then you would have the chance to roll your die as a defense because there's going to be defense sections on your board and you're going to try and counter what I've just done. And And hopefully not have as much damage done. Yeah. So the whole, the, the, the majority of this game is going to be trying to fulfill different attacks by rolling and Mm re-rolling your dice. But, yeah, and then I guess you just kind of fight it out and beat each other down and kind of whoever gets down to zero loses sort of thing. I'm kind of interested in why they chose um, the heroes to go against the heroes. I don't know. I know, like, they do in the comics sometimes. They'll, yeah, the heroes go against each other. It just seems like a... I agree. It would have been maybe cool to have had four villains and four um, heroes, yeah. right? In the back or something rather than eight heroes or I don't know. But I mean, it'll Mind be... Mind you, Loki's in there. Yeah, but he's like kind of half and half. I know, but... I, he's... Yeah, I guess. I know. But, but it's... Uh, yeah, it'll still be... But I, I'm assuming that'll all get explained oh, in sure. there, like why yeah. they're doing it, so... But it does um, look great. Like you said... It's not going to change the gameplay. It's still no, going to be an awesome fun, game, for sure. I think. It looks fun. Um, the components look stellar. The dice, like you said... I remember dice we watched so a nice. video... And they were showing Black Panther's die. Oh, yeah. And they were... They were, like, like purple with... Yeah. Slash bright purple with a green, like, like underline. Where yeah. the, Wherever the claw marks are on it or the numbers are, like, this... I'm saying Slash green. is he's taking his three fingers and making the claw <laughs> yeah. mark on it. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're thinking on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah, no. But it looks it looks super cool. Um, I don't know if we're going to back it because I don't, I don't know about it. Really? Yeah, I, I need to look more at it. it I looks think it looks neat, though. Well, let's look at the... So, it, it has it has one pledge level. Which is actually which is rid- pretty cool. ridiculously weird. Yeah. But I like it. Because then you get what you get. It is, it what, is, it is. what it is. It says it's $84, and it's called the Battle Chest Pledge. So, there's a $1 pledge or whatever you can get in yes, on the pledge that manager. doesn't count as a level. No. But then there's the... The only pledge they have is the $84... Battle Chest Pledge, a single limited edition battle chest with all eight characters, along with the free promo pack. Shipping not included. Um, so, yeah, this includes the limited edition Marvel Dice Throne Battle Chest, Marvel Dice Throne promo card pack. And that's it. So, this the game is what it is. Hmm. There's, like, no stretch goals, I guess. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it's, it's just, just Everything's the game. in the box and ready to go. Um, yeah. It sounds like there's going to be add-ons. Yes. There'll be sleeves that you can add on. There's going to be neoprene play mats that you can add on that of all look gorgeous. There will be. Like, wow, look at those. And that's the that's the shasty part because honestly, I just want to get, like, I want to get one of each. <laughs> They're $20. You know, because a you've piece. got, like, ugh. Yeah. And this is going to be all American. Oh, they get $20 with American. these things. Um, they got collapsible dice trays that are $15 a piece. Um, or you can get $80. Oh, man. Uh, of course they have <laughs> collapsible dice trays. Yeah. But, the, the, you know, for they $80 look nice, though. American, um, you can get card sleeves, a play mat. Just one? Uh, no, two two play mats. Oh. A cover art play mat and an ensemble play mat. And ensemble. collapsible dice tray for $80 American. That's not bad. That's not bad. So call it $100. Yeah. Gets you two play mats. Sleeves and a dice tray, 
that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. You know, and then look at like some of these mats, like the strange okay. doctor. They all look great. Yeah. Doctor Strange, the Thor the one's strange got the doctor, Should you say? <laughs> what did I say? The strange doctor. <laughs> yeah. The strange doctor. Uh, Miles Morales looks cool. The Scarlet Witch looks cool. Well, that's the thing. How could he choose? Yeah, ooh, that'd be that a tough one. That would be a one. tough one. Yeah. Oh, because that that one thing comes with these two, so you can't get one of those in the $80. Oh, you can't pick and choose which two you want? You'd get the cover art, which is that <sighs> one with all the characters, and then the ensemble with no. all the characters as well. They all look good, though. They do, but I... Oh. You don't know. It, it, it's interesting. We haven't we haven't um, done decided on this on one. We haven't done enough homework. Yeah. Um, but we just want to talk about it looks because cool. it looks cool. And yep. it's still running right now. And it ends, so I think it ends soon. i got to get to the top of the Kickstarter page here. <laughs> scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, when does this thing end? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Five days. Oh, so wow, this so is going to be published on probably Tuesday uh, the 9th. Published or like done? Published. Is that... Okay. Like that means me putting it on the internet for people to listen to. Oh my goodness. Don't listen to me. I was thinking <laughs> you were talking about the Kickstarter. I'm no, like, I have no, never heard episode. the word published being used in conjunction with a Kickstarter no, ending. No, no, no. <laughs> Our episode, this episode you're listening to right now will probably be yeah, yeah. posted on Tuesday, okay. which means that there probably with, be only four days left within of this the by context. The time. I get it. I will. Yeah. Today's Ooh. what? Today's the eighth. So this will be on the 13th. Yeah. Right? Yes. So that's Saturday coming. So yeah, uh, if you want to get in on Dice Throne, you don't or have even a lot take of time a look left. At it. Yeah, Marvel Dice Throne at that. Marvel Dice Throne. Yeah. But yeah, I think it looks cool. I think so. I think we'll we'll definitely take another good look at it and uh, maybe get on get in on that one dollar pledge level just to make sure that we can look at it further down the line. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it looks really cool. But I think that's it for the crowdfunding segment. So we're going to move so. on to the main discussion topic of the episode. episode. We will see you over there. Alrighty then, here we are at the main discussion topic of the episode, and it's another Meeple Dungeon review. Review. And today, uh, we are going to be reviewing The Loop yeah. from Pandasaurus Games. It is designed by Maxim Ramborg and Theo Riviere, and illustrated by Simon Caruso. Yeah, The Loop. So we've been trying to get our hands on this game for quite a while now we had it pre-ordered forever and it, and it finally just came. showed up finally <laughs> and like we're, we're again we're behind on this one just these shipping okay. is just insane oh, we don't okay. have to be first ever <laughs> we're never gonna be first <laughs> it's just fun to do it finally when you, <laughs> it especially when you've been excited this and is one yeah one in waiting particular for we'd been pretty excited about so we're we're happy to have finally got it and played it. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about. Let's just give a quick overview of the theme here. So there's a nice little little thing on the back of the box here. It says, "The Loop is a quirky cooperative game where everyone must unite to battle the evil Doctor Foe." In the game, players are temporal agents tasked with gathering powerful artifacts, defying the Doctor's clones, and sabotaging his maniacal machine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so your shared goal is to defeat Dr. Foe, and here at the agency we cooperate. Either you win together, or Dr. Foe will have ruined the universe too much for it to make sense to wonder who lost the least. <laughs> so Dr. Foe is using his machine to create rifts and vortexes that will destroy space-time and creating many clones to himself uh, of himself to help him. So you'll yep. need to collect powerful temporal artifacts and use them wisely to complete missions that damage Dr. Foe's machine. Stop him before it is too late. <laughs> yes. And stop him, we will try. In, so <laughs> that's the general theme of the game, that there's this crazy doctor and he's going back through time. He's creating clones of himself and he's creating all these... It's time travel. These, yeah, yeah t uh, temporal rifts, they're yeah. called. And he's making vortexes and trying to destroy... Well, I think he's like breaking time yeah, without time realizing he's breaking fall time. Apart without really realizing it. And we got to try and stop him. And so to play the game, you pick one of, I believe there's five or six, five characters that you can choose from. And they're all kind of these wacky agents and they all have, um, they all have kind of a, a player power that they can do that no one else can. And they have their own kind of starting deck of cards. Yep. And you are going to take that character and then you're going to take your starting deck of cards and you're going to put your deck on one side of your little player board and you're going to draw three cards out and that's going to be your starting hand. And you're always going to have three cards available to you. Yes. And, but to begin the game, so after you've kind of set that up, you put the board together, you put Dr. Foe's crazy time machine in the center <laughs> of the board. Yeah. You've laid out a few of his clones, kind of, it dictates you where to put them. And a few of these cubes and such. You start the game. To start the game, there's what's called the Foe phase. And on the Foe phase, you're going to be, there's three, there's a, a separate uh, board. I forget what it's called, but uh, HQ or something. Probably. Yeah. And on that board, there's going to be artifact cards that you're going to be pulling from. Yep. There's also going to be the faux cards right. on that board. And it's the faux deck is going to start in the leftmost uh, column of, yep. the, of that board. So he's going to three potential places to pull full cards from you're going to start in the leftmost and then once that runs out you're going to move to the middle and once that moves out you're going to move to the rightmost and once you've done that you've lost the game if you haven't won yeah if you haven't won by then you're toast but yeah so you're going to pull one of those full cards well first off no first off you're going to add a couple more clones to the uh to the uh, board into different time zones depending. So the different eras. eras so it's basically different. Zones, there's like the dawn of time. There's the Renaissance age. There's there's medieval. Medieval. There's there. the industrial uh, age. There's the global harmony age. There's, there's the there's age of robots. The age of robots. And then the, then end, of the end of time. Yeah. So it's they're basic. all going to be spread out in these different time eras. Yeah, and it's basically Doctor Foe is like cloning himself. In all these different eras, yeah. trying to rule the world in like all in different eras, time, so that yeah. he's like the ultimate ruler. Yeah, kind of like diabolical. Um, what's his name there from Marvel? Uh, the once and future Kang. Kang. Yeah, <laughs> it's very very similar. Yeah, um, but yeah, you're gonna throw out a few clones dictated by the uh, the HQ board, um, and then you're gonna reveal a uh, artifact card, and you're gonna place that into its era as well. So you're gonna have different artifacts found in different eras that we will be able to collect, depending. Yes. And then you are going to reveal the full card, and that full card is gonna tell you where um, Doctor Foe is going to go in time. So he's gonna, uh, you're gonna pull that card, and it's gonna tell you to switch him to 
face one of these seven different eras. So you turn his little you turn his machine. little machine. Yeah, to swi- swivels in the middle of the in the middle of the board, and he's going to face one of them. And then you're going to be uh, uh, dumping rift cubes, these red yes. cubes, into the top of his machine, and they're going to shoot down through his machine and come out one of three different shoots. <laughs> Either the one he's looking at. Or the one directly to the right or directly to the left of yes. the era that he's currently in. And those cubes are mostly everything for this game. Because yeah. once those, you you can have three of these rift cubes on any one era. But the second you have a fourth one, you lose that that era. It, it turns into a vortex and it's basically lost. Yes, you're you sucked into the do vortex. It anymore. Um, because on the outside of each one of these eras is going to be a randomly selected mission for us to use. And two of which are going to be available for us to do at any one time. And those missions could be a whole bunch of different things, like um, get rid of uh, rift cubes on... In Dr. Foe's era. In Dr. Foe's era, wherever he's at currently. And if you can do that X amount of times, you you can complete that mission. And that's how you're going to win the game is by... Completing four, four of those. But you only ever have two shown at any one time. And if a vortex ever goes into a spot where there is a, a, an unfinished mission, it's you lose it and gone. You can't so ever you have complete less and it less again. Options. Can't forward. ever. Is that a double negative? Can never. Not can't ever. Can't never. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, so oh, yeah, I know. He's going to spit out those cubes. And as long as uh, there hasn't been four of uh, four red cubes on any one era, mm-hmm. you you move on to the action phase of uh one of us so yeah say i would be going and then i would be looking at my uh cards that i have available and i'd be trying to use those cards and those cards could be all sorts of different things and all helpful all very helpful where you can be pushing and pulling the clones uh, clones to destroy them yeah because to to in to destroy a clone to get him off the board you're going to send him into his own era. His own era, and he kind of implodes, and yeah. I forget what they call it, but he just gets kind of evaporated. Yeah, and they're um, they're all color coded. The eras are color coded. Yeah. So the clones are color coded as well for what era they belong to. And we should say that the reason the clones are a bad thing, and you want to get rid of them, oh. is because for whenever you're doing dropping, they're going to the cause rift, you stress later yeah, on in the whenever game. Whenever you're dropping the rift cubes, you also add an additional rift cube because you always drop two. Every time on the the dropping phase of the cubes, but for every other clone in Foe's era, you are going to be dropping an additional cube. So more and more red cubes are hitting the board, the more their clones are out there. So you're trying to get rid of those clones, so you have less cubes to deal with. So on your turn, you're going to do... One of several things you can move around the board, and you can you can always move once for free. Yeah, it's a part of your player, your character. Yeah. You just flip over your um, player card once you've moved for free, so you yeah. know you can't do it again. Or there's going to be some starting energy cubes on the board, and they're going to be green, green cubes, <laughs> and you can use those to move. You can also uh, exhaust a um, what are they called? I don't uh, know, like a card, like. Oh, your, yeah, yeah, your activity. Are uh, they activity cards? No. Why is that gone from me? I don't know. Artifact card. There you go. Yeah, so you can exhaust an artifact card. <laughs> it wasn't to coming do... to me, so oh, I'm no. glad you remembered it. Exhaust an artifact card, one of your three that are going to be available to you this turn. 
um, and do whatever it says on there. It, say, it might say add some energy cubes to this place, that place, and the other place, yeah. or remove two red cubes from this or there. They do all sorts of things like that. They manipulate more or less manipulate cubes and or uh, clones. Yes. Is the big kind of things that they, they do. Yeah. And you can also do a loop. So oh, the so loop cool. is the big thing about this game. And the loop is... Hence the name. Yeah. Is, <laughs> Go um, figure. It's kind of important. Is getting one of you, one or more of your cards back. Because you're time traveling. Again, yeah. You're looping. You get your turn back. Yeah. So let's say I had a, a card that I played. Well, let's say I played all my cards. One of which was... Um, remove a red cube from two different eras or something like that. And then I spend a green cube from the era that I'm currently on to do a loop. I can then uh, get back, untap one or... Can't say tap. That's probably trademarked. (laughs) It is. (laughs) I don't care. Um, I can untap a card that... Uh, each card has got a different symbol on it. Yeah. So some will have swirls, some will have stars, some will have nothing. Some are black holes. Yeah, the black hole ones, so they, the ones that have just a black hole, you can never do a loop from. You can't get that card back Yeah, that's basically turn. a one-time usage. Yes, just for your turn. Yes. Um, but then if you do a loop, you're going to be able to get back any of... Any cards that you've played that are of the same yeah. type. So, so if you had swirls or stars, like three stars, you could get all your you all your get cards all back. Three cards if back. you had yes. one star, one swirl, one black hole, you could choose to get back either the swirl or the star. Yes. So yeah. you'd have to choose. Okay, which one makes more sense for me? Yeah. And you have to pay a green energy card uh, cube to do so. If you want to do another loop. So say you use those cards for your second time this turn, and you want to do another loop. If the, if you had the cubes on your era to do it, you could loop again, but you'd have to pay two green cubes. So if you had two green cubes there to spend on your era, you could spend them and, and loop again, get those cards back and use them again. So that's where the looping gets pretty crazy. Um, but So that one is your big, your big thing yeah. that you want to It's use. very cool. It's yes. very neat how you can do that. But... Once you have run out of resources and you've run out of cards and you've you can't moved. move anymore, yeah. you've done all the things, you kind of stop and then you can acquire an artifact card, which would be at your era, if there's one. They kind of get poked out at random due to the full card that's played at the beginning. Yeah. So if there's an artifact there for you to pick up, great. If there's a couple, you get to choose from them and, and take whichever you want and you throw it into your deck and then you would... If there's a mission you can complete, because the only way you can complete a mission is by first fulfilling it, but then you also have to end your turn that on era. that era to to claim it. Right. So if you're in, in a spot to do that, you could then claim your mission. But if not, then you end your turn and it goes back to the foe stage. And if you claim, if you um, finish and get to claim a mission, then each player gets... Um, yeah, a, uh, a reward. Yeah, what are those cards called? Artifact card. Artifact yes. card. Um, so for, say, a two-player game, you would uh, reveal three artifact cards. You each choose one, and then the other one just goes in the discard pile. So you get, yeah. like, a bonus, which goes to the top of your deck. Yep. And so then, you know you're getting it next yes. next round. Um, and then, yeah, you'd go back and do another full phase, and you'd put out another uh, a few more, depending on where you are on the board, like or on the, uh, the eight. HQ yeah. board. You take your artifact cards, put them in your discard. Yeah, and you'd be placing and... out a few more clones. You'd be placing out another artifact card. 
Then you'd reveal a full card, and he would switch and, and go to a different era. Then you'd Put be the dropping the, the Rift Cubes, yeah. two plus as many clones that are at that era, and drop them in, and they spit out in one of three different directions. Yeah. And then hopefully you don't have a Vortex, and then you just keep going <laughs> back, and now it would be your turn after that's all done. So it would be go foe, then me, and then foe, and then you, and back and forth, and back and forth, yeah. until the game ends one way or another. So the ways that the, the game can end is if there are four vortexes, so he's basically destroyed four eras. Or if you have um, a vortex in one era and you get another vortex in yep. that same era. Yeah, if that... you're forced to put a second vortex on top Instant of an era, loss. that's game over. Or if it gets to the end of his third kind of era, stage. I guess, stage, yeah. Yeah, where hopefully you don't get that far. No. You want to have him taken care of by that point i can't imagine i can't imagine getting that far that would no. be hard or um if you've got your win conditions if you run out of all your win conditions by um having um by like a vortex well then it's still either be four on the board mm, yeah yeah okay so it, those are the three lose conditions is the four vortexes the two on one or the end of his third age okay um, and the only way you can win, well, I shouldn't say that. Not the only way you can win, because there are several different game modes. Yes. The one, uh, the main game mode is called Sabotage, and that only has one win condition in which you just have to complete four missions. There are other game modes on the back of different tiles that can switch in and out that have different win conditions, different lose conditions, all sorts of different things, but you can discover that on your own. Um, but it's neat. It adds variability oh yeah, there's into lots the game of variability. And... But we've just played the... The regular yes. way, which is called sabotage. sabotage. And that's kind of how it goes. And you go back and forth and back and forth, and it gets dire, more dire and more dire as he starts putting out more vortexes, and you're getting down to, like, not having many more options because some of the missions you were working on now got destroyed in a vortex. That's a pain. You're, yeah. like, almost done completing a, a mission, and then a vortex. You're like, Hits no! It. And you, no, you just realized you wasted, like, your last four oh. turns. Like, oh, yeah. my goodness. And it gets pretty dire. So that is kind of how the game plays yeah um we could then talk about the theme so do we feel that the theme lends well to this game for sure i, I think, think so it, it really does time travel super fun you're looping and getting <laughs> turns back like they've made yeah. it very um very thematic i think it is and the cool thing about it is well, not the the cool thing one of the cool things i really enjoy about it is that there is the seven different eras and mm -hmm. there's the artifact cards from seven different areas. So you're getting different cards oh. with different things on them that represent yeah. items you would find in those different areas. Absolutely. So they're very so specific like, to the era. Right, the a laser gun, right, or something along those lines in the robot era versus, you know, like a uh, steam-powered something or other yeah. you'd find in the industrial yeah. era. And they all do good things for you, but they are different cool artifacts so you're simulating going yes. back into that era and picking something up off the ground and and taking off right so yeah. it's just really neat and then all of a sudden you've got this deck built out of all these random items that yeah. that work for you i thought that was really really cool so yeah and it and it it just works yeah i mean i i would struggle to find a better theme to put on top of this game it, it yeah. just i think it works from a time travel perspective yep. um and it does feel like you're chasing him down sort of thing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, man. The the clones, like the way that his when his clones come out every turn and you've got, 
you're adding clones to the board like it's yeah <gasps> you gotta try to find them get them back to their own eras to destroy them and it's just neat it is you it's, know, like it's, it's very it, it is very neat it's just it's a very unique game um with that his uh his flying machine or his space uh, time machine yeah. in the middle of the table i was gonna say too and that's um, that's the reason that you can destroy a clone in its own era is basically that it it like crosses a time continuum or yes, something, that's, right? That's right. So if you like, because if you're going to cross paths with yourself, it wrecks yeah, time, right? And you so, just kind of implode. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so if you, if your clone from one era ends it back up into, or you know, has gone to another era and ends back up in its own, you've wrecked yeah. time. So he dies. And we should say, um, back with the the way this game plays, it, it is one to four players. So there's a co-op mode for this, and you can play all the way up to four. We played with just the two of us. Yeah. Um, and it does play, it recommends 60 minutes. And I would say that would be almost bang on. I think we finished this in under 60 minutes yeah. for our game. So an hour, I would say maximum yeah, for this game. Because it felt like, and we were learning, and we still got through it. And I yeah. want to say closer to 45 50 minutes so maybe with the extra players yeah sure extra a couple players extra might players bring would it be, out yeah but um it's not going to go much longer i don't longer. think it'd be too much no. more than an hour so no it, it that that seems to be bang on but but yeah theme i think uh yeah no i think it's awesome i think it's a great theme <laughs> it's it's funny it's kind of wacky it's, yeah they've got they've written um good humor into the instruction manual they have, and the yeah, rules there's, and there's, stuff and there's humor all over the place in this yeah it's um, fun and I, I just i struggled i was thinking about it yesterday like is there a different theme i could put on this that would make any sort of like is there anything i can come up the top of my head for and i don't i don't think so so i think this is a great theme for this game the artwork um we could talk about the artwork oh i think the artwork is very cool yep it's it's funky um it's very self-aware and wacky like they're making everything just look over the top outrageous right yeah i like um it gets me a lot, and so if I sound like I'm repetitive, I apologize. But just like the color, I love the colors mm-hmm. they used, the color scheme. It's I don't it, even know. It's like muted vibrancy almost. Like they're not neon, but they're they like look pastel-y. Yeah, but but then bright and yeah, then dull and all at the same time. It's just cool. I like their yeah. use of color. I think they've it, yeah, it's awesome. The color is great, really good. I like that they've used pinks and purples. Yeah. And oranges. It's not your typical, you know. like, red, blue, yellow, green. Yeah, there's they not have, really a red in here. They have blue, green, but they're almost, like, off colors. You know, mm-hmm. like, not the primary color blue, but, like, no, different very, shades and different... Like, baby blue and, like, powder pink and... Yeah, like it's just... It's neat. Violet and... Yeah, it's just... I, don't know. I, I like the color scheme. Yeah. is a cool purple. Um, yeah, no, I like it. All the art seems to be pretty cool. Yeah. Like yeah, and the, the, the artwork are, on the actual character cards and yeah, the funky artifact and wacky. cards. Yeah. And it, it's exactly what they set out to do, in my opinion. It makes me think of Mega Man from back in my childhood. It'd be like, like Mega Man um, crossed with the Jetsons. Yeah, no. Like, that makes yeah. me think of Rosie. Yeah, the no, character, you're totally right. The character, the robo-finisher. It does have Jetsons, uh, <laughs> it does have a Jetsons kind of thing going on. And it is kind of, yeah, that's a really good... Um, way of describing it jetsons mixed with mega man but modern it's just yeah. neat I, I don't know no it's neat the, the art is great i can't yeah. say anything poor about that the components um so there's one awesome 
component and that's his little time machine you got to put it together it gets put together in three different pieces super yeah. simple went together no problem it's almost like a little dice tower it's a dice tower yeah. what it, you're totally right it's a, it well it's a cube tower you can call it because yeah. you're dumping cubes <laughs> into it and it spits the cubes out in a three different shoots at the bottom at random yeah. they, there's little grooves and knickknacks going down in there and it's the the yes. uh, cube is going to tumble around inside there and it's going to come out totally at random Man, that keeps you like oh, it's on edge. Keeps you stressed out. <laughs> oh, just, just go out the left, please. Just go out the left side. Please don't just go knock where down he the is. Middle, right? And <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. The player like meeples are cool. They're yeah. quite big and chunky and all random sizes and shapes, mimicking their character. Yes. Like there's the tall, skinny person, the short, fat, blue alien guy. Yeah. And he's kind of round like a light bulb, and then they're you know they, yeah. they all they all represent their characters really well, um, and they're big and chunky. They're nice. Yeah. The cubes, the cubes are classic plastic, see through, see through. Yeah. Red, green, and blue. The uh, the blue is for a different mode, different I something, think. but we've yeah. used the red and the green to uh, to great effect in this game. Uh, they stand out really nicely. And the player boards are nice, thick, chunky cardboard. The board itself is a seven-sided board that folds up and folds out nicely and yep. sits sits nicely. All the the mission things that stick on the outside kind of click in, so they don't fall around too. No, they don't. They don't get messed around too easily. Same with the vortexes that replace the missions. They kind of hang on to the board um, in a nice way. The uh, time machine itself in the middle spins it like sinks into the board so it doesn't slide around it yep. just kind of sits in the middle of the board and spins rather than uh it so it, it won't slide around on you um yeah no the components are are just fine yep um so would so i guess it comes down to do we like this game um <laughs> terrible yeah, awful game. no this game is one of the games that is uh, was exactly what I was hoping. It was Absolutely, be. I've been hoping. I mean, I've been hoping to play this game for oh well, my gosh, months and months and months. So now. long now, and this is exactly what I pictured it to be. I knew it was going to be stressful, mm-hmm. and that there was going to be you were going to be, you know, fighting it the whole way, being like, "Come down on, the I wire." Just, yeah, right. Everything's going to come down to the wire, and it did that for us. It, it for sure it pushed us kind of to the limit. It got stressful and, and interesting, and I really enjoyed it. This this game is one of the ones that I've enjoyed the most that we've played lately. Oh, this game is awesome. Yes. I, I think the um, I'll, I'll go back to the art, the cover art. We didn't actually mention that. No, but the cover art is awesome. It draws so you in. It it you've got Doctor Foe's like face in different eras, kind of yeah, like coming at you, and uh, it's just yeah, it it just looked neat, and it came about it time did. travel just a cool theme yeah. and um it, it delivered i thought it was great it fully delivered for me it it did it's just not not too often does a game kind of come out of the box play and be and finish exactly how i hope it would it's awesome do. yeah it's nice yeah. when that happens yeah so this is exactly what i pictured and it played the way i'd hoped and i like the idea that you may or may not win right oh, yeah. like it's like and I think like the other modes can get uh, add more difficulty. Yeah, and and you can mix up the uh, 
the different characters that you're going to be. Kind of funny adding more difficulty because that was because our characters difficult. probably weren't the two of the best. Like, yeah, we to looked start the characters with. later on. We're like, oh, these two would have been really good. Yeah. So no, I. I but I guess really knowing that it. we did win with those we two, won. that's good. Yeah, right? but it, it was, was getting it was, it was getting, getting uh, dire there. Yeah. Towards the end, um, but we won. Yep. And uh, I'm excited to play with those other two characters and see how that goes. I'm excited mm-hmm. to play the other different game modes, see how those go. I'm excited to play with more players because I think uh, yeah. our oldest would easily like to play this game. Yeah, I think so and too. And our little guy would probably like to watch. He'd he'd want to put the cubes in the yeah. time machine. Oh yeah, he'd be all about that. Like I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, he'd be okay. the designated cube dropper. Yeah. But no, this game was great. So do we recommend this game? Clearly, I think we do. Uh, but who for? I I see this as another game that pretty much <laughs> anybody could play. Um. It doesn't take a lot, a long time. It's pretty easy to understand. Um, if you don't like cooperative games, it might not be yeah, for it's, you. Yeah, it's a full-blown co-op. Um, I guess or... you could do the solo mode if you're not a co-op player, yeah, if you I want guess, to solo. But... but I don't, um, I mean, you're working together to beat Dr. Foe. That's just the whole point. Yeah, if you don't like co-ops, obviously this is not for you. But if you like co-ops, this is an excellent co-op game yeah. where you're then... deliberating back and forth and sharing ideas on how to how to play out your turn. You're like, oh, what if you did that instead? What if you what if you did that and then you looped and then you moved over there and then you spent that and then you looped again. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't even think of that. Right? And that's one thing, actually, I think with this co-op game, which is awesome, is that, yes, you can help, but you're basically doing your own thing. Like, yes. you've got your cards and you can look and see, okay, I can do this, then I can do that, then I can do this, and maybe that. And then, yeah, if you're... Uh, if one of your uh, the other players like, oh, maybe you can do this. Like, it's awesome. But it's not like you got to do that and that and no, that. Like, no. you can't have that alpha gamer kind trying no, to, like, to take over. Do you basically thing. do your turn. Like, yes. it's not. Uh, yeah. It, so that's kind of neat for this co-op game that it's you're playing your own player. Yeah. But for, say, us. Oh, but we, we, we like to look at each other. Oh, and be for like, sure. Okay, so what's she got going on there? She we talk that. about it. Are you and, thinking of looping now or what? Like. What's, what are you trying to do? Like, oh, I think you should do that so that on my turn I can do this. Right. And then we yes. can maybe get a little closer. So for people out there that really enjoy co-op and, you know, do it properly <laughs> without, you know, being an alpha or whatever, this game would be certainly for you. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine not recommending this for most people i think this is just almost anybody out there should be able to enjoy this as long as you like co-op games if there if there are any people out there who do not like having any luck in their games well might not be for you well no some people yeah, are no. like pure strategy yes. have, you know but i again i i even think people who who like all strategy think would this would be fun for them yeah <laughs> it's just fun it's a fun game yeah the there's a lot of randomness to this there's lots of random cards being drawn drawed drawn um, <laughs> it's getting late. cubes being dro- uh, dropped into this thing and shooting out in random areas so yeah you gotta you gotta like the idea that yeah. things might not go your way and that's what i actually like about and it that's the point of the game too it's not it's not structured because you're no. messing with time yeah so no, it can't be structured it right? works really really yeah. well safe to say we do recommend this yeah. game for pretty think much it's fantastic. anybody but i think that gets us to the end of our 13th episode yeah Yeah. and this was a fun one i really enjoyed this game really really did this one is certainly going to be high on my list from 2021 it's an awesome game yeah i really like this one 
But we are going to get running. You can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, YouTube, The Meeple Dungeon. If you'd like to contact us about a review or some feedback of some sort, you can contact us at uh, themeepledungeon at gmail.com. Or if there's a game you'd like us to review. Yeah, look at our BGG account. There's a... Or just throw a game out there. Maybe we know somebody who has it. But you can find us on BGG, The Meeple Dungeon. Um... And yeah, we're going to get running. We will see you next week. Cheers. Have a good week, guys. Bye-bye. See ya.